Welcome to Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast with your hosts, Laura Katina and Amy Mara. This podcast was created for businesswomen in particular who are juggling pursuing their career, family life, and all of the things that come along with it. We know that building a career, running a business, and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible. In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work. Welcome back to another episode of the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. This topic today is a topic that Laura and I basically dance around almost every episode. There is something that like pops into the conversation about nutrition. And you're probably sitting here like, why are two attorneys who are talking about being in control of your life and business really talking about nutrition? And truth be told, this episode could probably be hours long because Laura and I just truly love talking about this topic. We love everything about nutrition and fitness and wellness and just better practices that we can use to just be our best selves and show up with the most energy that we want every day. Um, But we are just going to limit it to nutrition today and talking about why it is so important to us and how we came to realize that it was so important to us and being successful businesswomen. If you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that from our first episode, we put it up front that we wanted to always be those litigators who lunch. We never wanted to be slaves to our business. We wanted to make sure that we were taking the time to fill our cup with what our bodies needed, what we mentally needed, being out there with colleagues, doing activities like, you know, work on committees and things like that. We always wanted to be well-rounded and a big part of being well-rounded and having the energy to do all of the things boils down to your nutrition. And I think a lot of people can relate to this because we as working moms know that when we get up in the morning and we start our day, as soon as the kids are up, we need to be like ready to go. Like energy has got to be high. We need to have it sustained for the day because when we leave our desks for the day. That doesn't mean that the day just ends. We still have our second full-time job of being moms and wives to attend to. So we still need to sustain that energy. And I know that for me personally, this has become very personal topic because after having my second son, I came to realize how much busier I was with the kids and how I was letting my areas of nutrition and wellness really slack because I was just trying to survive. But I noticed like a noticeable shift in the kind of energy that I had, how my energy was crashing a lot harder in the afternoons. I just really started to tune into what my body needed and what kind of nutrition was working best for me so that I could feel my best as you know, on those days, especially those days that are really busy between work and the kids. So we know that nutrition is an important um, topic to touch upon. We know that 
our profession, the legal profession, sometimes can really skirt around these conversations about wellness because people don't have the time to talk about these things, right? They don't raise the attention. And so we wanted to dedicate a podcast episode to talking about it and give you some of the tips that Laura and I live by every single day. We both are so passionate about this topic because for me, before Amy and I started recording, I gave her one of my comparisons, right? Which I love to use. And I was having a conversation with somebody the other night at a dinner I was at about the importance of how you view food. So I view food at like fuel in the tank, in my in my uh, gas tank, right? So if I don't put gas in my car, it's not going to run, right? Mm-hmm. If I don't fuel my body with the right things, the things that it needs, it's not going to function properly. And I'm not going to feel good. And, you know, over the years throughout my career, I've been in the spot where like, you know, you're busy running pre-COVID days, (laughs) busy running back back and forth to court. You have a deposition. You don't have time to eat. You're so hungry that you don't want to eat the healthy thing that you brought from home. So you grab something not as healthy and you're just not giving yourself, your, your body, what it needs to give you the energy that you need right? To get through everything that you have to do. So, you know, over the years, I've just come to realize, like Amy said, like all the different hats that we wear, you know, as a mom, as a lawyer, now we're business owners. What I eat is everything. And that may sound like drastic and very, uh, what's the word? Not drastic. Obsessive, Obsessive, crazy. My husband tells me I'm crazy. My family laughs at me. Like everybody knows how I'm basically obsessed with the food that I put in my body, but I don't think in a bad way because I eat a lot of food, right? So Mm -hmm. I think when people think of eating healthy, tell me if you agree with this. When people think of eating healthy, they think of living on a diet, like limiting everything you're eating, not being able to enjoy your food. And my mom was laughing at me the other day. I think it was at one of the baseball games. I had my snack with me and it's a lot of food. And my mom's like, that's a snack. <laughs> I said, yes. That's she's listening to my dad. Look what she's eating. Like, look at all the food she's eating. Yes, I eat a lot of food, but I eat the food that my body needs. If I don't eat all that food, I don't have the energy I need and I don't feel as good. Right. Yeah. Do you feel the same way? I a thousand percent feel the same way. I, it's so funny. I was on my way back to my desk today and I was starving and Laura and I had to record this podcast, but I was like, Laura, (laughs) I have to eat lunch before we start because I will have such brain fog. I will be all over the place. Like I know myself to know that I need to make sure that I'm sustaining my energy. I too, like I will not leave the house without a snack. If I know I'm going to be out of the house for like two hours. Oh my God. I do not leave the house without a water bottle. Like, and my kids are now trained that we make sure everybody has their water bottles before we walk out of the house, because I want to make sure we're always hydrating. It's so funny though, because even just recently, like I had a salad for lunch one day and I know it's not, please, we don't just eat salads either, <laughs> but I had a salad and it was like edamame and it was, you know, pickled onion and it was all these different things on it. And it fills my whole plate. And even Joey looked at it and he was like, oh my gosh, like you're going to eat all of that because he eats 
it's so different than what had the way that I eat. And I was like, yeah, and I'm going to be hungry in two hours. So like, just <laughs> watch out for it. We have been really focused on nutrition for years now with doing workout programs that we've done and, and just really like focusing on how it does really affect the way that we feel. And ultimately the why behind we, why we focus on nutrition is to just feel our best. And I've been going through a program for the past four weeks that's been really focused on like gut health and about reducing inflammation in the body. And I remember telling Laura the first week, like I haven't had coffee. I feel so much lighter. I feel so much more energized and it's only induced by food. Like food is medicine for your body. And some people agree, some people don't, but I'm a firm believer that you can literally change the trajectory of your health by making more health conscious decisions about the kind of food that you put into your body. Wouldn't you agree with that? And you can start now. Like I want to, I want to talk for a second about the different phases I've been through in terms of my nutrition, because it really, it depends on where you are in your journey. Right. Yeah. So I always ate pretty healthy, right? Ever since I was in high school, but I didn't have to care as much. You know, when I was in college, it's a whole other story. But like (laughs) after I graduated college, got through law school, I watched what I ate. But once I had kids, like then at that point in time, I was in weight loss mode, right? You want to lose the baby weight. Mm -hmm. So I started a program then that was focused on portions. And everything I do is, uh, well, most of what I do is through Beachbody. I love all their programs, all their nutrition stuff. And I've been using the programs for what, like eight years now. So when I started, it was a program that focused on portions because I was in weight loss mode and it helped me tremendously to lose the baby weight. And then once I was done with that, I continued on with that program, but more like a maintenance mode for like years after that. And I still do go back to that sometimes and now, but now I'm more focused on overall health and eating. That's why I'm loving. So I started the program that Amy's been doing. She's done with it now, right? Tomorrow, Mm -hmm. I'm in week two, but I love that it focuses on gut health because at this point in my life at 45, I'm really focusing on overall health and wellness. So I'm not in the weight loss stage anymore. I guess you could say I'm in more of a maintenance phase, but really in more of focusing on overall health and wellness. But no matter what place you're in, what phase you're in, you can take control of your health by starting with your nutrition. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and you can start wherever you are and make the smallest tweak and it will make a change. And I think the problem that at least my mindset was for a period of time was my mindset was okay, I'm going to eat the healthy salad. And uh, by tomorrow, I'm going to look like the model that is on TV. That's, you know, advertising these healthy workouts and whatnot. And it's just not the case. And it was very much like an instant gratification. And you have to realize that these changes, yes, you're making small improvements that you aren't even able to see. They're not going to be visible to you right away. But I remembered when I first started the programs, because Laura introduced them to me eight years ago, um, I was shredding for my wedding. And I I remember remember. I loved these programs. They were high intensity. I loved the workouts. I loved the nutrition plan because it was so easy for me to follow. But as the years have gone on and I've had kids and I'm 
again, kind of tuning into like, how does my body feel overall? I have realized what kind of balance I need when it comes to my nutrition and what kind of things like drinking way too much caffeine in my twenties and my early thirties has definitely affected me physically. And I can see the smallest shifts even now over these past four weeks when I've introduced coffee on like the weekends with my husband, I feel so much more jittery than I ever did before. And it's like, really? Well, yeah. And I, so can, I, can I wanted to ask it. you about that. So you've yeah. no, so, so now you've reintroduced it a little bit mm-hmm. um, or not having it as much. You totally notice a difference, right? Totally. Yesterday I had made myself a matcha latte in the morning. It's just matcha green tea. I love it. It feels, I mean, some people will think it tastes like grass, but (laughs) I'm not one of those people. I just have a unique palate. I just love that kind of stuff. I like it Um, too. It's so good. So then in the later morning portion, I was definitely feeling a little more tired. My energy has been a little bit lower because I haven't been sleeping well, but rather than just hydrating, I was like, you know what? let me just have a a quick Nespresso, right? I will order it down. (laughs) Laura, I slept terribly last night. I was up almost every two hours because I was wired. I was jittery. It was the latest I had had any kind of caffeine in the day for the past three and a half weeks. And I noticed it. And I also didn't feel well from it. Like I felt it in my chest. I felt the heartburn starting. And I'm like, first of all, I love coffee. I love the taste of it. I love espresso. I love the taste of it. This is catastrophic. So I need to figure out how to (laughs) put this in and like a good position in the day and maybe leave it for the weekends. But it just made me think, and it's because I'm always on this journey. It's never going to be for me ever again just about weight loss after I have a baby, which I'm still on that journey after having Joseph. Like, it's not about that to me. It's about the journey overall that every choice I make is a choice for longevity and for health and for my overall wellness. So I'm always going to be curious as to what I can do to give myself the most energy, make sure I'm feeling the best that I possibly can. It's not, there's no end point for me. And I think that's how you feel too. Well, that's, but, but what you said is really like right on point. It, it's a journey and it's a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. There are different phases of the journey. Like after you have a baby being in weight loss mode, you know, but it really is a lifelong journey. So I look at it the same way, like whether it be in my personal life or my business life, it's just life. Those mm-hmm. are aspects of our life. Who says that? Grant Cardone? I yeah. think the first time I ever heard that was Grant Cardone. Like it's not I think you're work-life right. balance. It's just life. And life is a journey, right? So you could be in different phases of you know your health and wellness journey, but you're always going to be on the journey. So for me, you know, I look at it literally like gas in my tank. So I've come up with different things that work for me and you have too. So we want to share with our audience what they are because we think like, I always like to listen to podcasts that have helpful tips. And I think that this is an area that so many women struggle with because it's hard. You're managing 9 million things. You're running from work to home to taking care of the kids. Like you said, you come home from work and you start your second full-time job. So it's very hard to wrap your head around if you're not used to doing it, how to incorporate 
healthy nutrition into -hmm. your life. So one thing that Amy and I have done for, for years and years now, and really not just with nutrition, but in everything, right? We are all about planning. So even at this point, after doing this for eight years, I still, even if it's in my head, even if I don't write it down, I know what my meals are going to be and my snacks. So doing that over the weekend gives me the opportunity to buy the food that I need and have it ready. Even if I don't prepare it, just to, it's helpful to know. So it's like one less decision you have to make during the week, because if you have it planned out already, then there's less of a chance that you're going to fall off your plan. Right. Yeah. So and Joey um, and I, we do the same thing where we talk yeah. about like p- meals for the week, but very generally because he's non-committal on like what we're going to have every single yeah. night. Me, I used to be able to have the same exact thing every day for lunch. Mm-hmm. I could do leftovers for dinner. I just, and we'll talk about mindset, but I have a different mindset about like food and and what it is to me. So for me, the biggest change was, is that this program that I'm on like emphasizes the diversity of the fiber that you have in your diet. So your vegetables and your fruits and whatnot. So, whereas I could always say like my afternoon snack would be like an apple and carrots. Now it's like, Ooh, I should probably change it up just a little bit, but it's still going to be like a vegetable and it's still going to be a fruit, maybe some hummus, maybe some avocado, like changing that up a little bit, but I go to the food store. I pick out proteins for the week, vegetables that I know I'm going to use. And I'm just conscious of it, even though I don't have to plan every single day now, because I'm so used to it, but it it could be really helpful to sit and write it down and say, all right, if I have a meeting one night, then I'm going to have to make something quick, you know, or if, if we can cook dinner as a family on a Thursday night, let's, you know, pick something that'll take a little longer to prepare something in the beginning. That's what I did. I had a sheet of paper and I wrote down my meal. Now, this is like going way back to when I, like, I think this was after I had, it was actually, it was after Kaylee, but I mean, Kaylee's nine. So this is going way back. Right. Right. And I had my piece of paper with a pencil so that I could erase and wrote out like the, the different portions, the different containers, the foods that I wanted to eat, how I wanted to mix and match them. And that's how I got started on that part of my journey because I had a plan. Um, and that's why it, I think that that's why it worked because I made a plan. I stuck to it. Now, are there going to be days where things go awry and you have a crazy day and you can't get in all your meals or your snacks, or you have to pick something else on the fly. Of course, this is life. Mm -hmm. We're not robots, right? Right. But to the extent that you can make that plan, it's life-changing and it'll really help fuel you for your day. I mean, I always say to people who I have this conversation with, how do you want to feel? Do you want to have energy or would you rather have, you know, junk before you go to bed? Like, Right. You want to have your evening snack. Do you want to have candy? Do you want to have chocolate? Or do you want to feel good? You know, it's like mm-hmm. everything you, you're making a decision. You're making yeah. a choice. So I always tell people to think like, ha- think about how you want to feel and then make your decisions accordingly. But one other tip that, that I love that you give um, that I do all the time too, is what do you bring with you everywhere? A water bottle. <laughs> I always have one. I actually have way too many. This might be up there with my obsession with office supplies is the number of water bottles I have in my house. 
and they have different um, sizes. One's for the traveling in the car. One's mm-hmm. for me. If I'm the passenger in the car, it could be a bigger bottle of water. One's to make sure that I know I'm going to be out of the house for a while. I don't have to find somewhere to fill it. It's like a process. It's all yep. this planning, right? Yeah. But water and hydration that I'm, we're not getting into the science about it today. And really we can't be disputed when we say this, but your hydration is super important and it helps contribute to your energy levels. And it'll also help too, when you think that your body is just hungry for food and it, you think, Oh, let me go grab that quick snack at the you know, convenience store when you're driving through town or running to a deposition or a closing, when in fact, it might just be that your body is really thirsty and you need to grab some water and see how that feels. I always keep water with me. I always have a really big bottle of water with me. And I normally drink like three or four of them in the day. And that's really all I can say about hydration. It's just important. I bring it with me everywhere too. I always have a water bottle in my bag. Even when I had a closing this morning, I had a, I had a water bottle in my bag. I was drinking it during the closing. I don't care. Like it's so important. And so one way to make sure you're getting enough water is to always carry it with you. Another thing is focusing on your mindset around food. Like I said, we view it as, or at least I view it as the gas in your tank. So once you start to shift your mindset, how you feel about food, it'll be easier to get yourself on a healthier path, right? Yeah. My all-time favorite program and trainer that I did after I had Olivia, it was the summer, uh, the first summer I was postpartum. So I was still in the thick of, of my weight loss period after um, having Olivia. He introduced me to the idea of food being fuel and a light bulb. Chris, Chris, Chris Mm -hmm. a light bulb went off. He also, his program in general was about training you like an athlete, which I love those kinds of programs. I'm just really drawn to that kind of training and that mental um, and physical endurance and performance. So when he said that though, I had never viewed it like that. Uh, Like growing up, we ate what my parents made and that was, there was no question about it in college and law school. I grabbed what was convenient because I was normally going from classes to work or law school, you're studying or whatever. And it was just, let me just grab whatever. When I had this like light bulb moment, that food was fuel. It made me realize that everything that I was putting in my body had a purpose. It had a purpose to like why I was consuming foods that way. And it was for my overall health. And so now I'm like the worst person to ask, like, what do you want to have for dinner? Because I just don't care it, as long as it aligns with the way that I choose to eat and what kind of foods I eat, I really couldn't care yep. less. Like I will make it work and I will figure it out. So my husband's like, well, what, I don't know what I feel like. And I'm like, I honestly am just hungry. So let's just <laughs> make food that's healthy and I will deal with it. And also the other mindset too, that I think gets people is the, the idea that it's not happening fast enough, or if you have a day where you fall off track of whatever plan you might be following that that's going to like ruin everything and, you know, completely undo all the progress that you've made. The newsflash that I had when I was getting over this mindset is that like one cookie does not lead to a 20 pound weight gain, right? Or one cookie does not lead to the health issues that you're having. That's not the mindset that I carry anymore. It's more about like, you know, if I do have one of those 
things like a piece of pizza or a cookie or whatever it is. It just is what it is. And I don't make it into the bigger deal than it really is because I think we can stress ourselves out and be obsessive in an unhealthy way that we're like, oh my gosh, you know, and then obviously there's, you know, people that really suffer from those kinds of like disorders and and the, the mindset around it. And so it's a struggle for a lot of people to either not see it fast enough or feel like they have, un- they were unraveling everything that they just were working so hard at. And I'm not to say that you can just go on a, you know, a, a bender over the weekend on like a sleeve of cookies and pizzas, right. but just to give yourself a little bit of grace and figuring out like that mindset and making that change. Cause it's not going to happen overnight. You're going to start to f- see it as you start to get more successful in the way that you're fueling your body, you're going to be able to see that and want to continue. And that's when your mindset set will really start to shift. I think. And I think about it like everything in moderation. I mm-hmm. love sweets, love sweets. I could literally take like a tub of icing and eat the whole thing. Mike is like, you're so gross. <laughs> I, I love sweets. Right. And like on Easter, Mike's aunt knows that I can't eat gluten. So she'll always make me gluten-free desserts. So on Easter, she made me gluten-free cupcakes with vanilla icing. And I enjoyed every second because (laughs) I eat these things in moderation. I -hmm. do enjoy them, but I don't live on them, but that's what it is. Like you just enjoy it. But for the, I lit like the 80, 20 rule, right? Like 80% or even for me, probably 90, 10, but I think 80, 20 is fair. Like 80% of the time, eat healthy. 20% of the time, enjoy whatever you want to enjoy. You're not a robot. You have to live. But food is simply that, like fuel. And the last thing I want to say is you have to find something that works for you. And it kind of goes along with the mindset issue, but you can't compare yourself to somebody else. Like something that works for me might not work for Amy. Like Mm -hmm. I like intermittent fasting. So I try to do 16 hours. What is it? 16, eight. So 16, 16, eight, right? Yeah. So 16 off and eight, eight hours of eating. Right. Right. You don't like that. I don't follow that. Right. But it works for me. It's not going to work for everybody. So Mm -hmm. you have to find something. Don't you have to give yourself some grace and allow yourself the opportunity to figure out what works for you. I mean, everybody is so different, right? Yeah. And you can change over time. I mean, the number of different programs and approaches that I've taken because we are fans of like the Beachbody company and the different programs that they have come out with over the years, I've followed every single one of the plans that they have put out. And there are aspects of each of them that I really like. And once I'm done with this program, which is, is health, it's, it's nutrition and working out, I'll have the opportunity to kind of reset myself and say, okay, well, what do I want to do next? And that's going to be up to me to decide what I can now pull as experience and information from the past four weeks and bring over into the next program I do the next few months, whatever it is, and see how that works. And like your body is always going to need that reset or that like tune up a little bit, I think. And so I just approach it holistically. I see it on a long-term scale. I realize that it's going to change. And for a person that hates change, I have accepted that it's probably going to change. And just coming to terms with that fact has made it such an enjoyable process to be really curious about, you know, what works best for me. 
It's so true. As you can see, this is something that Amy and I are very passionate about because it's so important to to how we function and being able to, what did we talk about? I think it was last week, being able to give our best instead of the rest of us, right? And nutrition is a huge, huge part of that for us. So we hope these tips were helpful for you. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.